0: The following audio program contains mature content, including offensive language. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Play the radio. Make sure the kids hear words. You're talking to the guy that remembers everything.
0: Remember that Tommy Yeah, I don't feel okay with that. I don't
2: really know. I'm a loser.
3: You know, I'm not even saying anything anymore.
2: Why? Or maybe it's just that I'm hogged up on caffeine.
3: Because y'all get on to me for even saying anything.
2: Uh, I'm done. I'm done.
3: I'm done. done.
4: You're supposed to fight back. Look, look. (laughs) I feel like you have a boner right now. I don't. The land of Fujiwa is a shitocracy.
3: First and foremost, I am not right. fucking RoboTuner.
0: <laughs>
2: Robo, fuck you.
3: That would be so tender. Oh my Number God. one.
0: That's the play for a stripper to just go, oh yeah, I listen to all of them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the stripper turn to Matt so Thomas? So where's the stripper from? Uh, Thomas, sure. is that you,
3: man? I thought it was genius, RoboTuner. Oh. You did a fantastic job. It <laughs>
0: is. I thought I've, I just <laughs> wanted some money so I could buy some pop screen filters. <laughs> you dress up well, Thomas, man. I didn't know you were into this. No. <laughs> You little
3: LARPer, you. If someone shoot me. I have to live with him.
0: All these podcasts in my feed, but something's wrong. Not a single one I follow. They sing their own theme song. Now I have my own and I really must say, please offer us advertisement so we can do this for pay. Do, do this, this for pay. pay. Back in 2015, just a desktop and two mics, we found it hard on social media to get any likes. Then we got new equipment, and the world was much more fun. Three years had gone by, and now our studio is done. Robo tuner, master of debacle, sitting at the helm.
3: Sushi keeping Matt and checked, your ruler of this realm.
4: Thundercase shocking both their asses into gear.
1: Alex the Intern
3: Why am I even here?
0: We're glad that you have joined for this occurrence of our show We can't think of lyrics for this part, so here we go The song is almost over, starting at last Broadcasting from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwad's RoboTuner's in significant Podcast
2: <laughs> Occurrence 131 for Sunday, April the 25th, 2021 in the year of the animal whose name is included in a specific scientific term. Ah! You know what scientific term that is? Anyone? Anyone? Bovine? Bovine? No. (laughs) Keep guessing. Do you want to guess? Ox. Well... Right, but its its name is included in a scientific term. All right, Oxford. No, that's a university and a city in England. No, oxidation. Okay. (laughs) Greetings.
3: That has to do with oxygen.
1: No, but the the word it's the year of the ox. ox. Yeah, yeah. Oxidation.
2: Come
3: on, Shelley. Uh, Sorry, that made sense.
4: There was no stretch
2: involved.
3: Okay. All right.
2: (laughs) Greetings, RoboTuner, coming at you from the Dungeon and Castle Fujiwa. Back again with that low-budget podcast style for your listening, enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the above. Take your pick. Joining me once again across the table from me is, there you go, my existing gorgeous romantic life partner, Sushi. Hello. And then... Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hold (laughs) on.
4: I can't do this all at once.
2: (laughs) You got to use both your hands,
1: man.
3: I didn't get any music, but I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, there you? it is. Hold on. Are... Oh. Yeah, there's your music Hello. along with your
2: with your mug.
0: Hello. Hello.
2: Selling a parrot. Hello. And then we have the TD without the S, Thunder K. Bring a thunder. <laughs> that totally went over your head.
3: What is TD? Really? The Thunder? Yo,
2: no, TD, Technical Director, which Ooh. I'm going to get into. Hold on. And then, finally, we have his youngest son sitting next to him, Alex the Intern. Yeah. Hey. So, yes. <laughs> the reason why I called him TD without the S is that Thunder K has graced us with the new gadget that we're using. If you're joining us on... The YouTube live stream you can see some switching back and forth between us and that's thanks to the Thunder K's new toy that he brought a digital switcher so yeah TD actually stands for technical director which is a media term it also it's, kind of sounds like an STD exactly that's why I said TD without the S
3: you could have said sushi's TD brother STD, get it? <laughs> <laughs> Do I get crickets? <laughs> Maybe a little.
2: I think you're fishing for crickets.
3: Yeah.
2: <coughs> Sorry. I just want
3: everyone to know this is the first time I've gotten crickets on the show.
2: There's just
4: too many buttons, okay? I got buttons everywhere. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I feel hey. like I'm. I'm my microphone sounds like I'm in a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, speaking of microphones. Well, I gave
2: you some more gain just now. Hello. Yeah?
3: You probably need to move your microphone. Where? Like, over this way, but aim it that way. No, no, no. move the arm back that way.
1: Okay. Okay. And then
3: move the mic, aim the microphone, kind of at an angle, like I have mine.
4: Oh,
2: you mean upwards so you can no. see your face in the camera. Yeah,
3: cuz we can't see your face all we see is pop screen in front of your face. Well,
2: they well, it's transparent. See, you can see my lips moving on the camera. You're see if you if you look right right there. Yeah, okay. see my lips are moving. Okay. Oh. Uh, but everybody But wants is to he saying something? See
3: your face. They just want to see your face.
2: Well, I I pull back from the microphone to breathe just like Tays on date.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Silly>.
1: <laughs> That's a dated reference. Okay. You got to stop it with these. I'm not going to understand. You know who Tazan is. This is
3: in your lifetime.
1: I'm stupid, though.
3: No, you're not.
1: You are not. How many
2: (laughs) colleges have you been accepted into? That don't matter.
3: How many? I I want to know how many. Four. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And are they major colleges?
2: They're universities. They're not community colleges. Well, actually, one of them was, right?
3: Like who?
1: I was like UNT, UTA, um tarleton and texas tech yeah those are all
2: major universities yeah those are community colleges
1: we're talking about two different types of smart here
2: yeah i know my uh, my former brother-in-law was in mensa yet he couldn't hold a job to save his life as an example all right so (laughs) yeah this is a bunch of fun watching thunder K's Flip back and forth between all of our images there. And I like that blue background, too. Very nice touch.
4: It's always uh,
2: one screen back. Why did you do that? I wanted to touch the button. Don't touch the buttons. He just wanted to see my face fill up the screen again. Ah, So, during the last week or so, I'll just get this out of the way. Because it's really the only major... Actually, a major thing I have to talk about this week. My band, The Jet Noise. Last night was our first performance as a duo with Chris Scrucia and myself and myself singing so last night actually so last night was the event that caused us to uh, cause us to tear down our entire setup and rearrange it for miking the instruments and the, the drum kit and my vocals and if you joined us on the live stream you probably heard that we had some technical difficulties getting everything back up to up to snuff Anyway, so last night, we had our live stream event from right here in the dungeon, which is also on my page of the RoboTuner. Actually, no, no, it will, no, I'm sorry, it'll be on the, the Jet Noise uh, YouTube page, but it's also on our Facebook page as well, because that's where we actually recorded it from was we did Facebook Live. Anyway, so last night we were joined by my good friend in the podcasting world, Dustin from the Jerry Jonestown Massacre who most graciously brought over some additional gear for us. He brought some... He brought his own webcams that has a lot longer cables than ours do here in the in the dungeon. And he brought... Um, yeah, and he volunteered to do some switching on us uh, of the cameras. So he switched... It was really like a home studio production with him switching back and forth between Chris and I and then the long long shots that he had set up. So it definitely made a difference i think now as far as the performance itself musically i feel like we did well i'm just gonna come clean and say it now there were some issues with my mix in the headphones because whenever whenever we actually recorded nothing was going through like this big pa speaker that you may see behind me If you're on watching our YouTube feed. We had everything going through the mixing board. And the only way you could hear everything. Is if you were wearing headphones. And of course those that were listening to the the live stream video. So. I had calibrated my headphones. For quite a while. To get my ideal mix. And I had the ability to. Filter out the things I don't want to hear. Which in this case was Chris's drum set. And I had my. I had my vocals, the highest, and my amps just a couple clicks beneath it. But by the time we started playing, I don't know what the hell happened. I could hear everything, and it was just sensory overload. And I had trouble keeping pitch on several songs throughout the performance. And that was the reason why. So, we don't have another show scheduled right now. And (laughs) that's not sushi news. (laughs) <laughs> Not right. yet. We don't have a, another show scheduled right now, but I'm going to practice my vocals a lot more, and I'm also I considering could... hiring a vocal coach to work with once a week. So if anybody out there is a vocal coach or knows of one, let me know. You can send an email to robotuner2020 at com or calls and leave us a voicemail at 682-325-1379. So that's... So that was a big news, but we did have a lot of good participation. There were at least 20 people that were in the in the audience whenever we did the live live stream event. Overall, it was a first show and I'm glad I got it out of the way. Yeah, but otherwise Otherwise, I'm getting my second COVID-19 vaccination shot on Thursday this week. It's the Moderna one. I'm bracing myself, too, because from what I've heard from those that have received it, that the second one from Moderna is the one that really makes it feel kind of crappy right after I, the day I, that you get it.
4: I can attest to that, actually.
2: Is that the one you got? <clears throat>
4: yeah, I got the Moderna and I got it last Moderna. Tuesday. Moderna, whatever. Yeah. Where are you getting yours at?
2: Uh, I haven't got the official email, but I th- I'm probably going to have to go back to Trinity Park in Fort Worth that is the best place to get it honestly
4: i was in and out of there in maybe 10 minutes and they uh well i mean you had to sit in the parking lot for 15 afterwards but i was through the line i passed all my paperwork was was uh passed out and um uh, the uh sorry you have to be right on this thing and uh they gave me the shot while i was sitting in the car
2: yeah yeah, that, that was the same with me too, but you went to the Hearst Community Center though right? the first time the okay. second
4: time I went to Trinity
2: okay well i I actually had to wait in line for two hours to get mine because it was the week that they opened it up for everyone for 16 and over yeah, so yeah, hopefully I, I won't have that long of a wait.
4: I didn't have one I was I was pretty much in the front of the
2: line when I got there, so yeah now I actually if I didn't have to have mine exactly 28 days out. I could have got my second one on Friday because I got an email that said that I could have gone to the Hearst Community Center around the corner to get my second one, but because I still have to wait one more week, I wasn't able to go. 28 days later. That yeah. sounds like a horror film. In the Pfizer one, it's 21 in, days in between the two. <laughs> and that, you're exactly right. That is, a, that is a horror film, and it's awful. I saw it shortly after it came out on video. I really don't remember much about it, but it was awful. So there's something that Sushi and I wanted to talk about today. <laughs> it, it's a new, well, it's a, it'll hopefully be a reoccurring se- segment called a "Philosophical Conversations" with yeah. Robo Tuner and Sushi.
3: Intimate conversations.
2: In, intimate conversations.
3: Yeah, it was supposed to be intimate conversations.
2: Here, let me give you some more volume. Hold on. All right, how's that?
3: Okay, that's good. Okay. And, and the reason is because we have the crazy, well, I mean, we have crazy conversations when we're just sitting there. And I just think it would be hilarious to share those conversations with other people.
2: Oh, did you want me to start out or did you? Oh, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. So you and I were lying in bed yesterday morning <laughs> right after we had our coffee And I can't remember what exactly you asked me.
3: I I think we were just talking about just random things, like me cooking something. Maybe I was making chicken wings. I'm not real sure. I was going to make chicken wings, and I didn't do it until today. But anyway. And
2: then I responded. I said, yeah, that sounds good. And I just reach over and grab your boob.
3: Yeah, and I was (laughs) like, what the hell, Matt?
2: (laughs) And then I told her that. I just did that to see if I could get a reaction out of her, whether it was whether she would either react that way or if she would just ignore it and just go go about her about her, just, bit, her statement.
3: And I was like, what the hell? Ha ha ha. We were laughing. And I was like ha, ha, ha. That would be like if you were talking about taking a shit and I ran over there and, <laughs> and grabbed your dick. I mean, what <laughs> the hell? So, anyway, well, I think that sometimes when we have these conversations, we should stop what we're doing and record them so that we can share them with everybody.
2: Yeah. Well, that's our philosophical conversation for the week. I'm sure there'll be many more to come. We just got intimate, to make... Yeah, intimate conversation. Intimate. I'm going to change that now. I'm looking at my show show notes.
3: Okay.
1: I feel like I am so much better for knowing this information, don't you?
4: I wish I wasn't here.
2: <laughs> Fine, you're fired. <gasps> be- <gasps> believe your shit. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh,
4: I'll leave my shit all right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'll You may can- not
2: like where I leave it. He'll- take a dip a big dump and all of our equipment's gone
3: probably on my pillow
2: ew gross conjunctivitis nobody wants that so as far as gaming goes in the last week my daughter finally convinced me to join the realm of genshin impact and i'm not the only one either all four of us are now playing it.
3: Yeah, she convinced me first. She was like, Shelly, I really, I want to play this game. I want you to play this game. I, want you. I mean, she would talk to me about it constantly. So I was like, okay, all right. So I tried to download it to my laptop, but I don't have enough room on my laptop for some reason. So I downloaded it to my PC. Yeah, your the, desktop. My yeah. desktop. And so I started playing it. And to be completely honest, I think I've gotten addicted to it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the game itself is—it's pretty cool. It's, it's and it's actually f- free. You can, there are ways that you can purchase. I think they're called wishes to get like cool weapons and spells and characters and whatnot.
3: You don't have to purchase them. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm not saying you don't have to, but yeah. you can. And I think well, that's how. The technically,
4: company the currency is not the wishes. The, the currency is that uh, those stars that you yeah. get. There's three different types. They're, they're and, called Prima Gems. Yeah, Prima Gems, but there's three different types of primogems. gems that you can buy, and there's, those are what you buy the wishes with.
3: Yeah, you have Stardust, Prima Gems, and I can't remember what the other dust is, but it's similar.
4: Is it dust in? Ha <laughs> ha. Uh-huh. But anyway, the game is a lot like uh, Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Uh, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, and kind of a mixture of that and Final Fantasy. If you want to.
3: Yeah, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, the
2: visuals are very similar to Breath of the Wild. That's the first thing I picked up off. The
4: leveling. Right off the bat. The leveling mechanics are. If anybody's ever played Marvel Heroes, the leveling mechanics are a lot like Marvel Heroes, where you have to level up your characters through stars. Like 1 through 20, you're a 0 star, and then you're a 1 star, then 2 star, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, it's a lot like Marvel uh, Heroes in that aspect. But the game is... I like the game because there's pretty much nowhere you can't go. You can climb yeah. every mountain. You can, you know, within Rage reason. every
1: sea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's
3: always yeah. a secret. Everywhere you go, there's either a, some sort of a puzzle you have to solve or some secret place where you collect a gem. There's all, And there's tons of treasure chests. So you're always collecting, always collecting, always collecting. The only thing that I have an issue with is that I never have enough money because I'm always leveling up my characters and everything costs, it's called Mora, M-O-R-A.
2: Mora, yeah.
3: Uh-huh. And everything costs Mora in order to, uh, level up your character, level up its weapons, level up its artifacts, level, every everything to level up costs Mora. And so I never have enough of that. Mora
2: what? Uh. I
3: never have enough of that. I wish I had more of Mora.
2: (laughs) Yeah, don't we all? Mora, Mora. Mora, Mora.
0: Mora, Mora. Mora, Mora. Watch what, watch what.
2: So I saw something very interesting on YouTube this week. What was that? Why don't you center on yourself while you're talking about this? Okay.
4: There we go. So, um. I saw something very interesting on, on YouTube that I wanted to bring up in the show. Mm-hmm. I saw... There is this technological leap that probably most people know about, but I just found out about it this week. Do you know that they are 3D printing houses right now? Mm-hmm. Yes. I have seen videos of this. They're 3D printing them out of concrete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is the scariest and awesome, most awesome thing that I've ever seen. Because you're... I think that... It, it, first of all, it takes two people to print an entire house in two days. That's a lot of construction workers out of out of work. Yeah. So that's the scary part. Plus, how it affects the economy in other ways, like when you're a construction worker, you you know, you you drag a trailer behind your truck with materials, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're you're not unemployed and you don't have a trailer then that's people who make trailer parts and all that kind of stuff who are out of business.
2: Yeah, which is the industry you work in unfortunately.
4: Yeah. So not that I think that it's you know, everything's going away tomorrow, but I just to see that they've built an entire town of these 3D printed houses in a matter of a couple of weeks is just
2: scary. Yeah well that's just the that's just the outer wall part of it in the the initial i guess the initial structure i but mean the, there are still electricians plumbers and all that that still have to that's install that's their all their stuff
4: actually they do all of that while it's printing because you can't get it in the wall otherwise yeah and a lot of them don't finish out the inside especially the the homeless town that they they made mm-hmm. they don't finish out the inside it's just concrete on the inside but you can paint the concrete uh, but they well, they put all the electrical outlets in there while it's printing, they run all the cables and everything while it's printing.
2: Hmm, that's interesting. The one I saw was just the was just the wall it was making. The printer was in the very center of where the foundation was, and the the entire house was circular. Yeah, was that well, the one you
4: saw? Yeah, but way they do it, it's not like they just run wire through the wall. What they do is they put conduit in. Mm-hmm. And then they just pull the wire through the conduit. Now that way, if something goes wrong with the wire, they can pull it back out and put something else in without oh. and replace the conduit. So,
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I've seen external conduit, the metal
4: bars. Yeah. yeah. But this was all internal. Yeah. And uh, the houses looked, you know, they looked weird because they're 3D printed. And they have all the lines in them from the, you know, different layers that the 3D printer puts on there. But yeah they they were saying that one house that's the size of my house which is like a 1300 square foot house takes two days to build two days two days that's with an external garage and everything that's insane and they already made one in in i think maryland or i think it was maryland they made one and sold it already up there and the price of concrete is way down and plus there's some countries outside of the United States who are looking at other materials other than concrete because concrete uh, accounts for 8% of the, the greenhouse gases emitted every year uh, because, it, you know, obviously it obviously takes electricity to make concrete. So they're looking at other sources like, uh, you know, gravel and, and certain types of vegetation.
3: How about adobe?
4: Well, that's still clay and you still have to process it. Yeah, that's like, true. Like you yeah, would concrete, true. but... I just thought that was just a unique find, you know, just yeah. never really thought about 3D printing an entire house.
3: Well, I watched it on YouTube one day and I thought, oh, this is so cool. It looked like they had cinder blocks and things like that, but it wasn't cinder blocks. It was They, just... they do
4: have one robot arm that will do cinder blocks, uh-huh. but that's kind of like version one. Version two is just basically a a spout that has concrete in it. And it just draws the outline of the house, and in between every outline, there's like this zigzag pattern in between the walls. So it's it's very solid and it's completely made out of concrete.
3: That's awesome. We need another shed. We need it. We need someone to come back here and do it out of concrete. 3D print a shed. 3D print a shed in the backyard. We nope. Have, we don't have enough.
4: You, you don't need any more sheds.
3: <laughs>
2: no. We have these two, and then the one for actual storage. Yeah. Sad.
3: <laughs> you think it's sad?
2: I think
4: it's the American dream
2: to have yeah. three storage
4: buildings in your backyard
3: and still have a backyard to to grow stuff in and half the backyard's concrete. So Yeah, that's
2: well our our side yard over here is, yeah.
3: Yeah. So I mean, I think Which it's extends pretty, we got a we got a pretty right decent yard to be honest.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't want it to be any bigger though. <laughs> Cuz that mean our means our landscaping service bill would have to go up. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Sad.
2: (laughs) Well, that's well. Anyway, that's all all that I had for my stuff. So, what about you, Thunder K? You played any new games over the last week, other than Gens? (laughs) Well, played any other games other than Genshin Impact? Well,
4: I did play Genshin Impact, but I played it in a rather unique way.
3: Yeah, that's pretty awesome.
4: Which is how so. I decided to take the plunge and buy an uh, Oculus Quest 2.
1: Oh, nice. It's VR.
4: Yeah. See, this is what's cool is while you're plugged into your computer through your uh, USB-C cable, you can do what's called virtual desktop. And basically, you're sitting in a room in some weird stranger's house because it doesn't look like my house. And you're looking up, and you can see your monitor, but it's a huge curvature. Like it'd be the it would be the equivalent of a sixty inch TV if you were you know measuring it out in real space. But so I'm playing Genshin Impact through my VR goggles, sitting on the couch with a mouse and keyboard, playing this game as if I'm sitting at a desk. It's the craziest experience. I keep looking down to find my keyboard. And there's nothing there, not even my lap. But my brain keeps telling me it's down there. And so I keep looking, and it's not there. It's just crazy. That's funny. And um, so I really haven't played very many games on there. Actually, that Genshin Impact was probably the only game. I've watched Netflix, though, and (laughs) YouTube. And uh, i got to tell you, that thing is probably the future. I'm sorry, but VR is probably the future. Everybody's because I was looking at some of the apps on there and they have apps for collaboration that shows the top half of your body yeah. while you're in a meeting with somebody collaborating. And I just look at that and I go, why aren't teachers using this? Why, why do kids still need to go to school? Why are we paying all those taxes to house buildings when everybody has internet and we have this capability where we could be putting on these VR goggles and the kids could all be sitting on their couch with the VR goggles and you could teachers can see what they're doing
2: you know well yeah. that that's another ready ready player one reference because most kids that actually yeah m- most kids except for the impoverished ones actually went to school in the o- in the oasis
4: I think they should be standard issuing these things out and the price of them have come down so much you know now there's caveat to the The cheap one, like the the Oculus Quest 2, you have to have a Facebook account, which turns a lot of people off, or they make fake ones, and then they end up bricking their Oculus 2, because Facebook doesn't allow fake accounts. Yeah. So, if you tie it to an account, and it'll brick your account, then you can't use the Oculus Quest 2 anymore. Yeah. Oh. So... It's in the same realm as if you bought an Android phone or an Apple phone and you didn't remove your account from it and then you sold it to somebody else. That thing's basically a brick. You cannot unlock it.
3: Oh. Well, there's that.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, but with that being said, the small price of having to have a Facebook account, which most people do... um it, it just opens the doors for a lot of things like I don't even need a monitor in the living room when I'm wearing this thing you know uh,
3: because it's in
4: your face yeah it's and it's bigger and, and I can see a lot better and I was you know I get kind of car sick like sushi does over there when she plays and I gotta tell you when I'm wearing this thing I don't get car sick at all it's like I'm looking around and I'm seeing everything like as if it's because you got the little controllers in your hand which they're really Pool. you always see the controllers wherever they are in the in the house if I were to put them in the middle of the living room and then walk away to another room I could turn around and walk back to them because they're always in your space it hmm. always knows where they are
2: I wonder yeah. how it would be playing that one ridiculous game that you showed me the other week the tagger game
3: ugh <laughs> That's a terrible game. That probably be really good with the VR headset. I bet
2: it. I bet it was designed for VR in mind, just based on the movements alone. Well, the um, the motion alone.
4: Just so those are curious or aware, the Oculus Quest Two is two hundred and ninety nine dollars for the sixty four gig version. But the size of the really doesn't matter because most people are going to hook into. That's what she said. Yep, that's, that's what she said um most people are going to hook into their computers and play through their steam libraries their vr stuff which yeah. you know but the oculus is different in the way that you can play vr games without being hooked to a computer so that's where the space comes in but it's not really required cuz once they 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 just came out with the the latest software that makes it wireless they call it um what is it called airlink uh so Basically, you don't even have to have the USB-C cable anymore. You can play your, through your Steam library through Airlink. Oh. But, you know, I haven't done anything stupid like punch my
1: monitor <laughs> or uh, trip or fall yet, but...
3: Well, it sounds like you know someone that has.
1: Speaking of, hey, I bruised my knuckle the other day. What did you do? I punched my Why did dad's you bruise monitor. Your dog?
3: Why did you punch your dad's monitor?
1: <laughs> I was playing on the VR.
3: So you punched the monitor?
1: Yeah, I was angry.
3: This and is, I couldn't see. your monitor open? He couldn't
2: see, <laughs> so he punched the monitor. <laughs> I yeah. thought you were talking about your older son that did that.
1: Yeah. No. I was. Uh,
3: did you trip and fall too? No,
1: I'm going to look at it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, so uh, I was late at night and I had, I had just gotten back from work, and so I decided to start playing on it, and um, I was in the living room. I didn't permeate what was going on around me, and I punched, and next thing you know, my finger really hurt.
3: Oh, it did, huh?
1: Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was bruised until the next day.
3: Well, you probably need to know from now on, don't have anything at least arm's length in front of you.
1: Well,
2: yeah. While you're on it, yeah. Playing the VR headset, too bad.
3: I got to play with one when I uh, actually went to an office and worked with other people that were into this kind of stuff. And I, you know, went and picked up a a gun and some bullets and I started shooting things and it was pretty You sure that was VR? It was VR. Oh, was it yeah. super hot? No, it was just a that's VR. What I,
1: that's the game I was playing that I punched dad's monitor. <laughs> really? Yeah. The, I, the I saw
2: speedrunner that game a couple of days ago. The VR version, dude beat it in eight minutes.
3: Hold on, let me see if it was super hot. I didn't think... Yeah, you never told me the name, so... It's,
1: it's the one where it's like, it slows down time yes. and
3: Yeah, all, yes. all
2: the graphics are white except for the enemies. They're all... Uh, red. Yeah, they're all red, nondescript humanoid type characters.
3: Yes, it was super hot. Yeah,
2: actually. I've beaten that game. I have it on my Xbox One, the non-VR version. Yeah. It actually took me about three hours to beat. And the the storyline progression is a little different. It doesn't have the same cutscenes as a VR version does.
3: It was pretty interesting. I really liked playing that game.
2: Super hot. Super hot. Yeah, that game was made by a company in Poland.
1: I could could tell. It sounds like broken English.
2: (laughs) What? Super
1: hot. Just all of it.
2: (laughs) All right. So I think are we ready for sushi news? And you want to play the sound by Thunder K? There we go. Sushi News. Your source for
4: news. Whether you want it or not, it's your source for news. Sushi News. Go.
3: Florida woman survives. Florida (sighs) woman survives being hit by a flying turtle.
4: (laughs) What?
3: Uh, I swear to God, this lady has the worst luck of anything, this woman's daughter told the 911 operator. It's not unusual for rocks or other debris to crash through a windshield and injure a driver or passenger but a turtle. A 71-year-old woman riding with her daughter on Florida Interstate 95 suffered a gashed forehead Wednesday when a turtle smashed through the windshield of the car, striking her, the Daytona Beach News Journal reports. The daughter pulled over and got help ...from another motorist, according to a 911 recording. Both were surprised by what they found. There's a turtle in there, the man can be overheard saying. A turtle, the daughter exclaimed. An actual turtle? The gash drew a lot of blood, but the woman was not seriously hurt. The turtle was likely crossing the interstate and got knocked into the air by another vehicle. I swear to God, this lady has the worst luck, her daughter said. And the turtle, on the other hand, had the best luck of anything. It just had a few scratches on its shell and was released back into the nearby woods.
2: So I have a question. Yep. How big were it swings?
3: A flying turtle. A flying
2: turtle. Yeah. There's a What Koopa. are we
3: in? <laughs> what are we in? Mario or something?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The flying Koopas? Yeah. yeah. The Koopa Troopas? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can just... That's pretty good. I can think of the graphic to go along with that. Yeah, <laughs> but they actually move a lot faster after they've been stomped on for the second time
3: That's in true. the games. Yeah, they don't think of flying away.
2: And the only way you can actually kill them are with fireballs or other other weapons. They don't actually die if you step on them. They just stay in their shell permanently.
3: So what you're saying is a 71 year old woman wouldn't have stopped him. Stomped him. Stopped. Oh, them. okay. I,
2: was, I thought you said stomped him. I was going to say, hey, that that would have been better.
3: Yeah man allegedly hid from coronavirus and authorities in Chicago Airport for three months.
2: I think I heard about this.
3: A California man was arrested Saturday and accused of hiding in a restricted area of Chicago's O'Hare International Airport for three months in in a restricted area. How
2: did he get there in the first place?
3: Hmm. Um, The man told police that COVID-19 had rendered him too scared to travel home to California, so he hid in the airport, surviving on food provided by strangers... Uh, United Airlines staff spotted 36-year-old Aditya Singh and requested identification. They said he removed his mask and presented a badge which belonged to an airport operations manager who reported it missing last October. Since Singh faces felony charges of criminal trespass in a restricted area of an airport as well as misdemeanor theft charges... Cook County Judge Susanna Ortiz set bail at $1,000. She also said if he came up with the money, he would be prohibited from returning to the airport. (laughs) God. The hearing took place Sunday where the judge was concerned that an individual had remained undetected in a secure area for so long. There's so many things wrong with this story. Yeah, The court finds these facts and circumstances quite shocking for the alleged period of time that this occurred, Ortiz said. Uh, being in a secured part of the airport under a fake ID badge allegedly based upon the need for airports to be absolutely secure so that people feel safe to travel. I do find those alleged actions do make him a danger to the community. First of all, he probably what has the? he probably has some mental health issues.
2: Well granted and, and that seems sec- obvious.
3: second of all with that being said, he more than likely, I can understand why he'd be scared. I don't know why he'd stay in an airport. That was the most filthiest place I've ever been. And a lot of people were getting COVID from the airport.
2: Well, this was, this was o- O'Hare, right? Yeah. O'Hare, yeah.
3: Um. And, and number three, while I think that he should be punished, I don't know that he should ruin his life over this. It is a lesson learned by the airport. They need to have stricter policies. People need to be um, more aware of what's going on. Uh, For this guy to just hold up for three months, that says a lot about the airport and the, the security that they have there.
2: Yeah, it makes you wonder. And it also makes me wonder how the hell he was still able to use... That stolen badge beyond the first day after it was reported as stolen because most of those have an RFID chip in it. And he would have had to have stayed in the same restricted area, not move outside of it. That would require him to use that badge to act, reaccess it again beyond that first day. So that's that's another question mark that raises in my mind about the whole story.
3: Yeah, that's crazy.
2: Yeah. I just don't get it. I
3: just don't get it. So my next story is not a story. It's a list of unique items that you can get your mom for Mother's Day.
2: Oh, I love these. Yeah, you've done these before.
3: Yeah. So uh, one of them that came up that I thought was really interesting was a hairbrush with a bottle opener at the end. (laughs) So I know this sounds crazy, but, like, sometimes, you know, girls always travel around. They have a brush. In their pocket or in their purse, or are you saying
4: it's a brush and a brewski?
3: It's a brush and a brewski. Ooh, that's a good name. That's a good tagline. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Anyway, so here's the deal. Like, what if they need to open a bottle while they're you know have their brush in their purse and and nobody has a bottle opener? Great way to open a bottle. Where is she
4: in Mexico? I don't understand why everybody. I mean, if you're drinking a beer, that's one thing. But why
2: does Susie come to mind as (laughs) immediately after you (laughs) described this? Are I thought a Susie
3: was like a wine drinker. Well, well
2: she, I think she likes all kinds of A little alcohol, bit of hard yeah. liquor.
3: I've, I don't know about beer, so she'd have to let let us know. Do you drink beer, Susie? If so, this might be a good, you know, I just present to ask for. Yeah. What was that?
2: What was that? Oh, it was the he top broke, of the pen. He
3: broke my poop pen. It the was already pen.
1: broken. I was, put the head on like six times. It's heavy to write with so. that, though, because of the...
4: The only reason why I say that is that, you know, it's not like Coca-Cola or any of that stuff still made in glass bottles.
3: Yeah, but Corona.
4: Yeah, right. But beer and alcohol usually is. [3] [3]
3: Anyway, or what if you want to hit on a guy and he's got a bottle of beer and he can't open it up, right? So then you take your brush out and you're like, hey, baby, I got your bottle opener right here. No?
4: They can't do that trick where they put it on the table and bop their hands and it knocks the cap [3] off? Yeah,
3: they could, but... That wouldn't be a way uh, to would, hit, that him, would hit spill on a man. The beer. That would be mm. very manly of her to do that.
4: I, I think it would be better if she just grabbed the bottle, took it in her mouth, and just gnawed it off and spit it at him. So there that's go. the
3: kind of woman you. you... She, hell yeah. yeah! All right. All right. Well, we, now we know.
4: I'd never have to open another bottle, of, uh, oh. another jar of pickles again. Well, not to <laughs> me because
2: <laughs> imagine how jagged her teeth would look from doing that for oh so many
1: God. years. She you know, it would be more impressive she if she. She wouldn't have
3: just, teeth right there. Yeah.
1: It would be more impressive if she could just flick the cap off
3: just pink
1: like
4: yeah. i'd like her to throw it up in Don't. the air do a roundhouse <laughs> kick the lid off catch it in her hand and then hand it to me with no i would <laughs> i would built. propose right then and there
3: you're already married and besides <laughs> that this is not an anime guy this is
2: not real okay i'm I know, going that's I said, not going to cheat on my wife an with her uh, that reminds me of that viral video trend that went out uh, when it. Uh, Went around a couple of years ago of people and celebrities doing like the roundhouse the, kick. Yeah, the, the, caps the, off. the no, it was the it was a yeah, it was either like roundhouse kick to uh, kick the uh, lid off of a bottle. Yeah, yeah. That's I thought I was thinking it was of.
3: them hitting each other, and it was celebrities and their stunt people. No,
2: no. no it, it,
4: this was I, another I one where they that. had water oh. bottles, and they were doing roundhouses, and
2: yeah, some
4: most of them were really, really fake.
5: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah,
2: there's only two celebrities I know that actually legitimately did it. One was Donnie Yen, the other one was Jason Statham. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're both martial artists, yeah. so there you go.
1: Have you ever seen that? Uh, have you ever seen that guy? He's like this. He's an Asian guy who just does, does those little like. They pull cloth out from a table. Oh, he's yeah. got that
4: that mean face.
1: Yeah, he's got this mean face. And uh, there's one where he just put plungers on his like on his chest on his and chest? just like and like knocked two bottle caps right off of a, like, a, a coat was bottle it with the plungers
4: on his on his man no, I'll have
3: to look at that. Is it on YouTube?
1: Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> All right, that sounds funny. And he, he ends every every one doing the same face. Yeah, the mean the mean, the like, mean face. I'm like, something like some stupid like that.
3: Okay, so the next one is kind of up my so anyway, alley. Yeah, the next one is kind of up my alley. It's the Darth Vader humidifier.
2: <laughs> Let me guess it. It releases the humid humidity from it, its mouthpiece in the mask. Hold
4: yep. on, that's no. It mask.
3: it comes out the top. It comes out the top.
2: It, it was a joke.
3: Oh, sorry. Ha, ha, well, that's the first
2: thing I thought of because ha, I've seen a Darth ha, Vader showerhead, and that's where the, the water spouts out from is for, from the mouth part of the right. mask. Right?
3: No, it comes out the top, just oh. like any other humidifier. Hmm. Yeah, but it looks like Darth Vader. It looks like our toaster.
4: Yeah. You know, it would be better if it was the Millennium Falcon or even a Star Destroyer.
3: Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool.
4: Yeah. And it
2: <laughs> emitted from where the engines are. Yeah. That would be <laughs> awesome.
3: Now I don't know why this would be a Mother's Day gift because I'm a mom, right? and i you do are? not want in practical jokers action figures but they have them
4: it depends on if you're a fan
3: i like the show i like the show a lot yeah, but i don't want their action figures well that's you but i follow you know i follow one of them on uh, tiktok cuz he's funny and he dances with his kids and stuff hmm. but uh yeah i just uh but the action figures are there uh, then there's this f u candle and it's basically a fist with their finger up like this Yeah Just like this And the Just tip is the like this And the tip is the wick
1: Oh, so it's like, it's like this Yes Okay Why would that be like, a Mother's Day present? What is it like
4: one more time?
3: Hold on No, are you taking a picture? No, I don't want to do it again Do it again No, I don't want to do it again It's
4: like
1: this It's I see.
4: It's, a, it's going to be a Mother's Day present Just no, do it No, I don't
3: want it Come on No, because you're going to send it to mom
4: no, I'm not.
3: Yes, you will. It has
4: your name on it.
3: Anyway. <laughs> Just do it. No. Do it. Why? You're going to take a picture of it. I already
4: have a picture of it. There you go. There. All right. There you go, Mom.
3: <laughs> I knew it. I'm calling Mom when we get out of here. She
2: doesn't even watch us anyway.
3: Yeah, but sh- he'll send it to her in the phone. Shelly mm. shall- said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we keep telling her. Anyway uh, there's also this other thing which I thought was really interesting. Um, it is a pillow called the sleep robot.
5: Mm. And
3: basically what Why it is does it that? because you know as a mom, you know our kids wake us up in the middle of the night and they're like, "Mommy, can I sleep with you?" So this pillow, what it does is is it expands and contracts in a pattern that resembles human breathing during sleep, and it can make you fall asleep easier as a mom. Makes you feel like you're holding your baby.
2: That's interesting. Yeah. I should I should get this for you for Mother's Day.
3: I don't need that. Yeah, you do. I have my grandmother's pillow. I don't need that. <laughs> you don't like my beanbag pillow. I know you don't like it, but it makes me feel better.
4: You know what she needs though for Mother's Day? She needs a mat. When a mat noise whenever uh, Matt's gone. What are we tuning out to of noise? town? Yeah, Tuner. So yeah. I'm not going. Hello. Ruby? No, yeah, so what, what it does is in the background, like when she's sleeping, it just goes,
3: what, 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 <laughs> oh, that,
2: that's one thing I was going to say really quickly. On Friday night, when I was with my friends, we went to the usual in Fort Worth, and Tony Green was working as a bartender that night, and I, t- I had to reintroduce myself to him because I've met him before. And I told him about the name of our podcast, RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast, and he said that sounds like that sounds like RoboTussin. I'm going to start calling your show RoboTussin's Insignificant Podcast. RoboTussin, like, really?
4: That's not the worst thing people have called our show.
3: No, it's not. Not, not even close. All right, the next one is a headband that doubles as reading glasses. Now, I like this idea because mm. I'm always looking for my glasses. Um, So if I have something that pulls my hair back And I need to put my glasses on I can just pull it down Uh, So basically the reading glasses are just You know a fact of life for people Uh, Eventually when you hit your 40s Most people end up having to wear Some sort of form of uh, Glasses Or Or contacts And so they're called eye bands And it's a headband that camouflages reading glasses So I thought that's an interesting little Little gift for your mama
5: Whoa, now,
3: if you have a mom that drinks beer in beer cans, beer, yep, and does yoga, this would be this would be really great for Carla.
2: There is such a thing as beer yoga.
3: Well, it's it's a fake yoga mat that holds six beers, and you you sling it over your shoulder.
2: And if you do a whole yoga regimen and finish that whole six pack, you've just in it, you've just nullified your entire workout.
3: It's not. Um, it's not a real yoga mat. It's just not, It looks like a yoga mat and oh. it holds six beers. Oh. If yeah.
4: it looks like a yoga mat.
1: <laughs> and it talks like a yoga mat. It talks like a yoga mat. it feels a like a yoga mat. And it's, and it's, it's
4: probably a, a yoga mat. Yeah. Right. It's probably a beer holder.
3: Now, this is for all you people out there that love smoking the ganja.
2: Um, I'm not naming any names.
3: I don't know Nobody who Nobody in here. Yeah. So anyway, um, this is actually pretty interesting. I saw it and I thought, "Wow, people need to know about this." Do you like popcorn?
1: No.
2: Who doesn't like popcorn? I love popcorn. Okay,
3: great because there is now pot-infused popcorn. It's called <laughs> it's called potcorn.
2: Is it is it marijuana flavored and scented, or does it actually have a liquid THC oil in it?
3: It just says it's pot-infused.
2: Okay. So yeah, it actually—it's so, like weed so it's like we brownies or cookies. You can actually get high off of eating it. Yes. Yeah, that's what my question was. So, so do does you THC oil? So you,
3: it's diet pot corn. Do you eat I mean. that
4: while drinking herbal pee?
3: Herb, herbal pee. Yes. You mean herbal tea? No, he mm. means pee. Pot infused urine. Oh. That's not. That's a real thing, dude. It's not a joke.
1: Yeah, I know, but he still deserves credit. Well,
3: credit
1: <laughs> well, if you're.
2: If you've a, if you've been hired by a company and you have to take a drug test, you don't want to recycle the piss that just exited your body because then it's going to show up again.
4: That's assuming you're drinking your piss.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. I've also had to piss for others that were users because they needed to clean the clean sample. It's the whole science that they used to go through it to make the swab is just ridiculous. And most labs, you can't do that anymore. Well, I would oh, of all I bet labs.
3: you can! I bet you can.
2: Well, if you pay off the employees, pfft.
3: no, it'd be real easy. You just have I'm to sure hold the go, u- you, get that shit all the time. Look, you just have to hold the urine to oh. your body and keep it warm. Oh no,
4: no, no! They go in with you.
3: Oh, they went in with with who?
4: The people in my job. They go in with them.
3: They go in with them. Yeah. See, I haven't been drug tested in a while. Tested in a while, but I don't need to be because I don't do drugs. But. One of the jobs I went to. But when
4: I do drugs. No,
3: no. no. One of the jobs no, I I worked say. at, they and this was this was like over, gosh, over twenty twenty years ago. Um, they actually cut my hair. They would go oh, they back follicles. Yeah, they example. would go back here and they would cut some of my hair, like about that much of my hair out, and then they would test my hair for. If I had done drugs in the last six months Oh,
2: okay Because I thought with follicles It will it goes back your entire life
3: No, it's it's within the, They don't go back that far They did okay. six months But the thing is Is that That was a dealership I worked at yeah. yeah It wasn't like I worked at any government agency I could see a government agency doing that But this was just a freaking dealership Yeah, or
2: some kind of job That requires governmental clearance Yeah, yeah. I mean, I even had Yeah, because I even had to have two different types of government clearances at one of my former tech support jobs that was uh, that was doing support for two different government agencies and even for my secret clearance well let's uh, let me take that back to get it to get my initial job at that company I did have to pass a drug test but to get either of my government clearances I didn't have to take second or third ones
3: oh mm, that's good yeah all right the next one is since it's summer and we always like to float wherever we go. And we all float on our And if you're a mom like me and you love Star Wars, they have the Star Wars X-Wing Inflatable Float. So you basically ride it like a horse. <laughs> and it's pretty cute looking.
2: So what what is it shaped like? Like an X-Wing? A... An X-Wing. Okay, land speeder. That's why it's okay. called
3: Star Wars X-Wing Inflatable.
2: Okay, well I just heard Star Wars Inflatable. That's why gotcha. I asked.
3: gotcha. All right. Now, Likely
2: with the S-foils closed because that would make the dynamics a little weird.
3: Now, here's one. I don't drink wine, but I have several friends that do. I don't know how handy this would be. I don't know people that constantly wander around with a wine glass in their hand, but if you are a person that does that...
2: Susie wander around here with it <laughs> last yeah, night. That's hers. true. She
3: did. Uh, but they ha- oh, maybe if you're having parties, this would be very helpful. Yeah. Uh, it is a wine glass holder that sticks to the shower wall or even onto, um, say, ceramic walls, right? Because we have ceramic tiles on our wall. Uh, it'll stick to it, so you can put your wine glass in it and use the restroom or take a bath or whatever, and then grab your wine glass back when you leave.
2: Hmm. That's interesting.
3: Um, I think I only have a few more. Okay. Uh, uh, the-
1: I wonder how bad, watered-down wine would taste.
3: Why would it be watered down?
1: If you're putting it in the shower.
3: Well, most of the time, it's people who take baths. They drink a glass of wine while they're taking a bath. It's gross. It's not gross. It's a it's a chill thing to do. Hey.
2: Yeah, it's a thing. Hey.
3: People do... Oh, do you think it's gross to drink an alcoholic beverage while you're in a hot tub? Yes. Same thing. No, it's not gross. You're gross. Yes. You're gross.
1: Am I saying yes to everything you say? Yes.
3: yes. Okay owl eyeglasses holder this is pretty cute it looks like an owl and his beak comes out and then you just lay your glasses on top of the beak where the bridge of the nose is Uh, and it's really cute so you can put it on your side table next to your couch or wherever you sit at work and put your glasses there so you'll always know where they are hmm there's this thing called an avocado hugger. I don't know that I'd want this as a Mother's Day gift, but I think it's really uh, a good idea because... What is it? Sometimes I don't eat a full avocado. Like, I'll eat a half a avocado, and then I'll still have one left. Well, you keep the seed in it so that it doesn't turn black. Um, oh,
1: okay. But so it's like a holder. sometimes
3: it turns darker. But this okay. avocado holder looks like it's made out of silicone, and you just kind of form it over the top of the avocado... And it makes room for the seed, and it holds your avocado and keeps it fresh.
2: Hmm. Well, it's good for those that want to, that want to plant their avocado seeds and try and make their own. It takes what five years for that to actually produce one.
3: Yeah. Now this is something I need a bed jet.
2: Oh, I think I know what this is. Is this the fan that goes at the foot of your bed and?
3: Yes.
4: Blows wait, in cold wait! Wait! Wait!
2: You already have a bed jet. You complain about him all the time. <laughs> or is that a reference to my band name, The Jet Noise? No, no it's a reference your to your butt. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Well, you do the same.
3: Shut up.
4: No, she doesn't. I don't fart. Yeah, she do. don't fart.
3: Anyway other
4: than earlier today when before the podcast. What are you mm-hmm.
3: talking about? You did. Holy crap. <laughs> okay, so the bedjet is a climate control machine that allows a couple to set their preference while they're sleeping. So, my side could be cold, which is I, how I like to sleep, is I like to be really cold but covered up in my covers. And his side can be warmer or not anything at all. I think that's a really great Mother's Day gift. Yeah. Better than a vacuum.
2: <laughs> you never get someone a vacuum for a present, ever.
1: Oh, that's...
3: no. Did you learn that from where? Where'd you learn that?
2: Not from when you and I have been together.
3: Yes, because you were going to buy me a vacuum for my birthday, and I bought a (laughs) vacuum so you wouldn't buy it for me for my birthday. I said that as
2: a joke, and you took it seriously.
3: He was going to buy me a vacuum for my birthday. I was not.
2: Yeah, you were. I'm the one that always vacuums anyway. Oh. Just for that, you
3: will always be the one who vacuums. Okay. All right.
2: I'm always the one that steam cleans, too.
3: No, you're not always the one that steam cleans. The
2: carpets? Yeah. Yeah, I am.
3: Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay. Uh, No, I do have another site. And actually, I'm going to tell you the web address. It's called uncommongoods.com. Because I went through this site and I thought, these are some really cute gifts that are not, they don't seem too expensive. And a lot of these things I'm really interested in. Uh, There's scarves, there's charcuterie boards, there's... These things called eye stones I've never even heard of them but they're supposed to help with the eye, puffy eyes. Hmm. There's wine glasses should get one for Shiner. and hmm. little ballerina herbal warming slippers. Just all kinds of cool stuff that you can Wait. give your mom for Mother's Day.
2: Herbal warming slippers?
3: Yeah, you put them on and it's supposed they're like uh, it's supposed to be healing. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's head to toe spa gifts. There's different kinds of teas. They actually have these. I saw this and I thought this is the coolest thing. I, I've never heard of this before. But they're they're shaped tea drop samplers. So they're you just put them. They're little drops. You put them in your tea, your water, your hot water, and then they melt, and it's like tea. And it looks really interesting. I, I think it's something I would like to try. Then there's lavender, heat pillows, just all kinds of really great pampering items. Some birth month flower heart necklaces. And this one that I was really looking at that I thought, this is cool. It's a birth month tree of well-being art. And what they do is is they take different stones, uh, depending on what your birth month is, Mm -hmm. and they make the tree leaves out of the stones. So mine would be garnet, so they would take little red stones and put it all on the tree. And then uh, it's something you hang on your wall. Hmm. So anyway, um, just take a look at that. It's called UncommonGoods.com. I'm sure they have more things. I was specifically looking for Mother's Day gifts, and I came across this, and I thought to myself, "This is a magical site. Absolutely magical. I love it."
2: Awesome. I'll be t- sure to take a look at that myself. Okay. Not our sponsor.
3: <laughs> no, no, we're we're not sponsored by them. Okay. Um, I'm waiting for Thunder K to do his switching. There we go. So she conspiracies, knows.
0: Conspiracies. conspiracies,
2: conspiracies. So Just for that.
3: Oh, you muted him. Yeah,
2: that's right. I did.
3: Okay, so
2: nobody, nobody insults the king on in his own castle. Anyway. Especially when he's wearing invisible clothes. You can see my clothes. Go back to me. See? This is a real shirt.
1: That's what they all say.
4: you don't know what that's a reference to, right?
0: No.
3: Yeah, the... the Emperor's uh, new Emperor's clothes. Emperor's new clothes, yeah. Okay, so... A new machine learning program accurately identifies COVID-19-related conspiracy theories on social media and models how they re- re- evolved over time. Oh, here we go. This is a tool that could someday help public health here officials go. combat misinformation online. I think it's, you know how, I'm going to tell you, after reading that first part, you know how they always start these AI things or different things like that off as, this is going to be a helpful tool, and then it turns on us? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So I think this is also going to be something that turns on us because it probably Skynet. will Yeah. It'll probably help identify certain things, help them to moderate what we say.
4: You don't think that's already happening? Oh,
3: I know it's already happening, but if the, this,
4: there's nothing, there's no secrets anymore. If you are on any social media platform, they know every habit that you have. If you ever use Google or Android or Apple for anything, they already know your buying habits. They know, when you're menstruating, Ugh. well, think about it. People buy um, female products, female products off of Amazon.
3: I don't know. I guess for scientific study, maybe they'd want that information. I'm no, not I really mean sure. they
4: they they record your buying habits so that for one they could feed you back commercials because you've seen that. Yeah. But they yeah. also they also figure your pattern of behavior from it too.
3: Yeah.
1: You know about the you know about the Google you can see what Google the ads that Google personalizes for you. Yeah,
3: yeah, I know about that. Yeah,
4: there's there's also a website you can go to that shows you where you've been connected on Wi-Fi networks. Yeah, oh, well, that's doesn't interesting. Surprise me.
3: Well, the only thing that I have a problem with this on is that what if I want to talk about conspiracy theories and I've said conspiracy fifteen million times they and they track that. And they block what I say and they block me from things like YouTube or social media or anything like that. It could happen any That's what I'm saying. That's the kind of stuff where this, that's why I pulled this out. I didn't want to read the whole article because we all know what's happening. But I just wanted to put that perspective out there that, you know, these kind of tools that they come out with to help government control misinformation, it ends up biting us by uh, taking away our, our freedoms Hmm. So th- that's, a, that's a conspiracy right there. New AI ready to take away our freedoms. Uh, here's the next one that I have never heard of this thing. What is it? I know there's a doomsday clock. Everyone's heard of a doomsday clock, yeah. right? Yeah. But do you know where it's at? It's have you in where? Looked? The Pentagon. It, I, no. It's not at the Pentagon.
4: Well, there's one at the Pentagon. Right.
3: There's this thing called the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists, 75 years old, and the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists has the doomsday clock, and it is at 100 seconds to midnight. Yep. It's stuck there. Did you know that?
4: No. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, it's it's based off of the world climate at the time, and when tensions run high, it goes closer to midnight, so...
3: yeah. So, uh, human beings can manage the danger posed by modern technology, even in times of crisis, but if humanity is to avoid an existential catastrophe, one that would dwarf anything it has yet seen, national leaders must do a far better job of countering disinformation, heeding science, and cooperating to diminish global risks. So, I am on this website and it's thebulletin.org forward slash doomsday dash clock forward slash. So I'm on this website and they have a statement. They said, read the 2021 statement. So I looked at it. Science and Security Board Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. Um, it just basically is talking about humanity continuing to suffer as the COVID-19 pandemic spreads around the world. In 2020 alone, this novel disease killed 1.7 million people and sickened at least 70 million more. Starts talking about the pandemic. Now, um, I'm not going to read the whole site to you or even the letter. Uh, Doomsday Clock, Nuclear Risk, Climate Change, Disruptive Technologies, COVID-19 are all uh, topics that they have different articles underneath. You can click on each one One of them. Uh, disruptive technologies. Worried about the uh, autonomous weapons of the future? Look at what's already gone wrong. Uh, Paradise altered EPA approves first release of genetically modified mosquitoes in Florida Keys. You can see a ton of articles about things that are going on in our world right now that the news is not even talking about. Mm. Whose exciting adventure to find the origin origins of COVID-19 runs into trouble? And who is the World Health Organization? Okay. Uh, did former CDC director offer a ham sandwich theory of COVID-19? Maybe, maybe not. So these are different discussions about uh, everything that we've talked about related to conspiracy theories. So I think it would be a really interesting site for you to peruse in your spare time
2: because I'm a legend in my spare time
3: but the cool thing is or not the cool it's not really cool but the th- the the most informative thing I got out of it is that our doomsday clock is a hundred seconds to midnight right now did you all know that and
2: yeah you just said that a second ago yeah. and that it's stuck there
3: yeah, yeah. and it's a been stuck ago. there for a while yeah it's not like this is new it's oh, okay. been there for a while
2: I thought maybe it was maybe it was intentional as a symbolic Sort of thing? I don't know.
3: I don't know. And that's all I have?
2: Okay. Really? Is that all you have? That's all I have. All right. So, let's do some Stump the Robo Tuna. Hold on. I've got a conspiracy theory. Oh, do you?
3: Oh, wait. Yeah, I forgot about this one.
2: Are we talking about Shelley's flatulence again? No.
3: No. No.
4: No, I came, flatulence. Up, I came up with this one. I, uh, based off of what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. So... Um, (laughs) let's,
3: let's preface this with, uh, Thundergate asked me, are you going to get the vaccine? And I was like, no, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable right now. I'm not real sure. And he's like, why? And I said, well, I just think it's crazy how quickly they were able to come up with a, with a a vaccine for this. And I'm just not real comfortable. And then I said, as a joke, I said, (laughs) And also because, you know, the culling. <laughs> and so he started laughing. Well, he laughed at me and he goes, they're not calling everybody. And I said, well, I know that. I'm just kidding. But anyway, go ahead.
4: So I sat down today and I said, you know, I've been rethinking the calling, And I, I think this makes a little bit of sense. So I said, do you remember the movie um, V? from a long time ago or was it was a TV series wasn't it for a while Yeah it was yeah, on in the 80s an, it was, it was on
3: in the 80s but it they it reemerged in the 2000s and they redid it
4: Yeah so basically what i think that this is my own conspiracy theory and i don't really believe it but you know i think it's funny to think about the um the vaccine is a meat tenderizer and the aliens are going to eat everybody who has had the vaccine, and so basically, and I it, think I think the government made some deal with them. They're we're going to destroy your entire planet unless you uh, unless you give up a certain percentage of your population. So they're trying to hit that population goal by getting everybody on the vaccine. And to th- if you think about it, the movie V might be the what gave them this idea and V is for vaccine. Ooh.
5: Ooh. Ah.
2: So it's almost like what uh, KFM does to their chickens before they, they slaughter them and yeah. process them and then sell them at the restaurants.
3: And I was like, but what, what, okay. What about the people who don't get the shot? Well, they don't, they don't get taken over. And I'm like, but so for instance, me, I go, you've gotten the shot. I go, Robo gotten the shot. I'm
2: getting my second one Thursday,
3: yeah. and your wife has gotten the shot, and so your mother my my mom has gotten the shot, so all these people in my life have gotten the shot, and so they're going to be taken over, eaten, and then a, their likeness is assumed. How am I supposed to know
1: that's that's, you, that's when you come up with a code quote code, 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 code question. Word. Or, or question, question
4: yeah. let me just say. It. I don't think I'm going to be the same personality, so if I start being really nice to you, I'm probably a lizard person. Yeah. <laughs>
1: don't worry. We'll be in it together.
3: Well, Yeah, right on. Right you on. and
4: Granddad bitching about $3 tacos. Meaning your dad, right? I,
3: I, I don't bitch about $3. Oh, I do bitch about 3 dad. dad. I know he does. He does, too.
4: Yeah, y'all could go to...
3: A $3 for a taco? Damn! 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 Damn. Damn.
1: $3 taco, damn. Speaking of, he came up to my job yesterday, and you know what he didn't do? What? Complain tip. about any of the prices. Really? He tipped me $17. Woo! Wow. Wow, well, I know, right?
2: Yeah, so you're, now Shout you're able to, to fill granddad. up your gas tank on a sing, his single tip. No.
3: Shout out to granddad.
1: No, it cost $31 to fill up my gas
2: tank. Mm. Damn, what are you driving,
1: a V6? Nope. It's no. a Jetta, right? hmm Jetta.
3: No, it's not a Jetta. What are you driving?
1: Cobalt. Chevy oh, Cobalt. Oh, Chevy Cobalt. Yeah. That's it. It's a 13-gallon gas tank.
3: Gotcha. It's expensive right now. Okay, ready.
2: Not as expensive as plywood it, uh, is, or any kind of lumber.
4: Hold on. Let's we'll see.
2: Okay, I'm ready. Correct. Okay.
4: Oh wait, wait. Let's prep for this. Okay, before you answer, let me switch the feed over to your face. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay.
4: Um, all right, Shelley Emerald, you're going to say the question. Ready?
3: Yes. When was the first New Year's Eve ball drop in Times Square?
2: Thunder K, 1952.
3: No. Robotuner.
2: Tuner. 1955?
3: No. Okay. Puzzle.
1: Alex, the answer, 1968? No. Okay,
3: oh,
2: okay. we
1: all got it wrong. Answer,
3: Bees. December 31st, 1907.
1: 1907, damn.
3: There was a lot of people there too that day.
2: Mm, I bet.
3: The annual festivities in the historic square began in 1904, but the first ball drop was in 1907. At the time, the New Year's Eve ball weighed a whopping 700 pounds and was constructed of wood and iron. Hmm. Okay. Nice. What is the opposite of deja vu?
4: Thunder K. Uh, experiencing it the first time?
3: <laughs> no, the opposite.
4: That is the opposite.
3: Right, but what's the word?
4: Déjà one?
3: No.
2: <laughs> actually, that would be déjà un because un is one if this French for the number 1.
3: And actually it's different. I'll tell you in a second.
1: I have no idea. I don't have How a guess. Alex, the intern, recollection.
3: No. It's called jamais vu. Jamais vu? Jamais vu. Jamais And, jamais and it describes the odd Fou feeling that something very familiar oh. is actually completely new.
4: I got to move hmm. that one away.
3: What is the shortest ology word?
2: Hmm. Give me a second to think about this. Oh, oh, oh. Thunder
4: K, Mm-hmm. psychology. No. Oh my gosh! I just realized what it was.
2: Uh, don't say it.
3: Uh, uh,
2: Robotuner. Robo ology.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? It's it's like ology, but yeah, you're pretty much right. Yes, <laughs> are you serious?
0: God damn, that is That's a late question. I don't
1: like that question. <laughs> it's the
3: study of birds' eggs. It's called oology. Yeah.
1: Uh,
3: <laughs> or ology or however you want to say it. Okay. What were the earliest forms of female contraceptives made of?
2: Robotuna. Inter- Alex got it first.
1: No no. It was actually you.
2: You said oh wait, you said female contraceptives? Yes. Okay. Okay, well my guess is sheepskin.
3: No. Well, I'm, not, I'm I, about to puke right now. It
1: changes the um, bed sheets.
3: No.
4: Thunder K sausage casings.
3: No. Crocodile poop. What? Yeah. In 1850 BC, Egyptians used a mixture of made of honey, an ancient form of sodium carbonate, and crocodile poop. In order to create a pessary that was then inserted into the vagina to block or kill sperm. That wouldn't just block or kill sperm. It would freaking eat your vagina out.
2: Yeah, you'd have a bacterial infection at the very least. I
3: know. Hey,
4: well at least you wouldn't have to grab about the man not doing it.
3: I guess so. Uh. Okay, how long does the cicada live underground?
1: Hmm. What even is a cicada? It's, a, locust, it's an insect. It's, it's a, a
3: locust.
2: locust. Oh. Roboturner? Uh-huh. Three months?
3: No.
1: Yes, Oops. It's like years. Thunder K. Four years. No. Uh, Alex the intern. 18 mm-hmm. months. No. <laughs> <laughs> Buzzer.
3: Uh, it's... Seventeen years 17 years I
2: knew 17 it was years. years I knew it was years
3: I didn't think they would
1: live that long yeah.
3: so are y'all how are y'all into these questions
1: well um, they're interesting they're interesting but we have <laughs> one point collectively out of all three of us I that's know.
4: fine it's fine we'll only do one yeah point. keep going
3: okay all right I will and then I'll tell you what trivia this is when we're done okay where does the term mocha come from hint it's not chocolate.
2: Mm-hmm. I bet anyone that's ever worked at a coffee shop knows this question. I bet they don't. Mm. Or if they work at a... a coffee bean processing plant, maybe. Mmm... Where does the word mocha come from as far as origin goes? It's not (sighs) chocolate. Thunder
3: K.
4: Does it mean brown? No. Okay, just wanted to...
1: Fill the dead air. I feel like it's Spanish of some kind. It has to be.
2: Do you want to take an official stab at it?
1: Mm, I'll hold back first. Oh, wait, you've already guessed. No, I haven't. Okay, then I'll, I'll hold back and wait.
3: Y'all got 10 more uh, seconds. RoboTuner? Uh-huh. Moklin? What is Mocklin?
2: Wait, no, that's... that's <laughs> I was thinking that's a tribe. That's
1: a stupid alien race from the Orville. <laughs> Alex the Intern. Yeah. Um, orange.
3: No. Okay. It's a port it? city in Yemen, Yemen where the drink originated... Though you probably think of a mocha as a mixture of espresso, steamed milk, and chocolate, the name actually dates back to the 14th century when the city of Mocha was founded. According to Britannica, Mocha was renowned for its high-quality coffee of the species Coffea Arabica.
1: Arabica. I was wrong. Yemen is not near Mexico or Spain. Well, no, it's, it's, in, it's in the Middle East. Oh.
3: How long is yeah, a moment? Yeah,
1: Yemen is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
3: Sorry. How but. long is a moment?
1: Alexander, now.
3: Nope.
2: <laughs> That's what I would have said. <laughs> How long is a moment as far as an actual measurement of time? Yes. I thought it was just an all inclusive fr- English phrase. No. <laughs> Man. Learn something new every day.
4: Hmm. Thunder K, three minutes. No. I'm stabbing in the dark. I
2: don't know. Robo-Tuner? Uh-huh. 30 seconds?
3: No. 90 seconds.
1: 90 seconds. Oh, damn. That
3: That was close. That was a
1: whole moment that we just went through. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The term as we know it was put into use by 18th century monk, Saint Bede the Vulnerable. According to Science Focus, he apparently used it to describe a span of 90 seconds. Okay. What food aided in the production of bombs in World War Two?
2: Roboter? Uh-huh. Spam? No. <laughs> eh.
3: <gasps> Here's a hint. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you want a hint? Yes.
3: You may have had it for breakfast.
1: Alex answer an oatmeal. No. Thunder K. Sausage.
3: No. Specifically bacon. Bacon. During World War II, the the American Fat Salvage Committee was put together to encourage American families to save the fatty runoffs from their bacon and give it to the army in order to make bombs, according to The Atlantic in 1942. Disney even released a short film titled Out of the Frying Pan into the Firing Line, which explains how bacon fat, which is high in glycerin, can be made into... Bombs.
1: I was thinking oatmeal because, you know, shrapnel. <laughs> I don't know why. I didn't say I was smart. I didn't.
4: What a way to go, though. Dying with the smell of bacon? Yeah. Mm.
3: Y'all are going to really laugh about this, right? Okay. What popular children's toy was originally used to clean wallpaper?
2: Oh, um. Say your name first
4: Thunder K. Um, yes, Silly Putty. Probably. Yes. Yes, nice. Papa
0: RoboTuner. All right. In, in
3: 1912, C- Cincinnati-based company Koodle Products created a soft, pliable compound used for wiping spots from the wallpaper.
2: Well, that makes sense because you you can use Silly Putty to copy over anything that has ink. Any, Yeah,
3: yeah well, they're just cleaning the, the dirt off the wallpaper. Yeah,
2: so. I, I'm just saying that yeah. in the same respect.
3: What percentage of Sweden's household garbage makes it to landfills?
2: Is this multiple choice?
3: Uh, no, but I can okay. tell you it's an incredibly low amount.
2: Okay. Yeah, most of those countries are way ahead of us as far as their recycling and yeah, environmental efforts exactly. are. Well, they also have a lot lower population, too. Go on. I'm just kidding. Alex
3: 3%. No.
4: Thunder K, less than
3: 1%. I don't know how to do that. We're going to say... What do you? What would you say?
1: His answer is correct.
3: Okay. Okay, I'm gonna give it to you. It's one percent exactly. No, it's not. Oh. Yeah, it is. Answer one percent right there. Yeah, it's. Oh no! It is one percent. So just one percent. I thought of it said
1: point one percent.
2: No. One percent of the trash makes it to landfills.
3: Well, he yeah. said one percent. Yeah. So yeah. it just says Sweden has figured out how to deal with its garbage in an incredible way. According to The Verge, the country is able to recycle about half of its household trash, and the rest is converted into energy through an incineration process called waste to energy, leaving roughly one percent for its landfill.
2: Mister Fusion.
3: Well, you know, in our landfills, I don't know if you noticed this or not. They haul. Anything to the landfill. Yeah. Wood, broken furniture, you know, just about anything. And I think that we definitely could incinerate a lot of that stuff and make energy out of it.
4: You know that they have a plant in, I think, uh, Greenland or Iceland? I I can't remember which one, but they have a plant where they've developed a bacteria that will eat the trash Mm -hmm. and convert it into methane with no... See the they they do that with no emissions. Or they do that emissions? already, but there there was always a byproduct that was very. RoboTuner, tuner,
2: master of debacles. Dude what is going podcast. on? We're not done yet.
3: News, news, and conspiracy. That was. <laughs> I forgot to delete that from
2: the template. Sorry, guys.
3: <laughs> what? What did it come on?
2: Oh, I forgot to delete it from the the music track.
3: Oh okay.
4: Yeah. Oh, I see. I see what happened. Uh, anyway. Yeah so there's usually a byproduct that comes from it that it will it will create methane and then they burn the methane for power but there was always a, a dangerous byproduct from it but norway and greenland actually cracked it and now it's making methane with a very safe byproduct that comes from it sorry so you know and methane burns relatively clean so i mean it's it's a very efficient way to get rid of trash and at the same time Power their 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 grid. Yeah. yeah. Well,
3: that's definitely interesting. All right. How many? This uh, wh- whoever answers the next one, if it's not Alex, if it's between y'all. Okay. That's who wins because we'll be done at that point. All right. How many ways can you make change for a U.S. dollar? Ah, hint. It's a. 225 or B 292 or C 353?
4: Thunder K 353.
3: No.
1: Alex, the answer, two something nine.
3: The, there's A 225 or B 292. 292. Correct. All right. So it's a three way tie. So whoever answers the next one is the winner. Is it's the winner. actually not a three no, way
1: tie. Not. Thunder K has two. I have two.
3: You have two. Yeah,
2: yeah. He has a scoreboard right yes.
3: here on what the did, switcher. What did you order?
1: He has the he had the uh, landfill question, and then he had silly putty. Oh.
3: Okay. Okay. So there
2: it is. Thundercase stumped the RoboTuner Tuner yes, this week.
3: You did. Sorry.
2: Congratulations, man. I got a I'm point. To step on my victory. I like these questions. They were very informative.
3: It was scientific. Okay, so these questions were uh, genius trivia. So these are trivia questions for geniuses to answer. So
1: that explains why we sucked at it.
3: No, no. I mean, the more you learn, uh, the reason why I picked those questions isn't necessarily because I think I'm going to stump you. It's because it's it's cool to, to see those different kinds of things and get the answers, right? Yeah. Because now you know some useless information,
2: which I didn't know a lot of.
3: <laughs> but it's kind of cool to learn something every day.
2: It is. Yeah. I like these questions. I, I hope to see more of these whenever we do them again next week. Yeah. Alright, so with that being said uh, Thunder K, why don't you pull up the banner That has our logo on it there As always If you have a subject that you like for us to talk about On the show, you can send us an email to RoboTuner2020 at gmail.com You can call us and leave us a voicemail At 682-325-1379 Follow us on Facebook and on Instagram At the RoboTuner And of course we're, all, we're live Every occurrence that we have uh, mostly Sundays between 6.30 and 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Alright, until then uh, well,
4: Hold on, don't, don't forget to like, subscribe. Yeah, yeah, and- like,
2: subscribe follow, on all that good stuff And if you oh. like our video, please share it
3: Hold on, let me check the email and make sure we don't have one.
2: Yeah, because you're in charge of that
3: Yeah, I should check it before the show, shouldn't I? Yeah, you should I'm sure we don't have one though. Mm. We never have one
2: Yeah, and if we
3: No, we don't have one.
2: Okay That's what I thought. All right. Until then, we will see you guys again next week. Red pants.